Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, guys? This is episode two of the Anime Boys podcast. Episode and as always, two. I would like to welcome, welcome my uh, co-host, AJ Garces. What's going yeah, on, man? Yeah, yeah, dude. How are, I'm, oh, man. So much is going on. What's going on with you? Dude, I am doing well, my man. Um, yeah. You know, just been just been hanging out, you know, doing a little work, doing a little bit of everything, you know. Dude, so, so. Watching <laughs> anime. That's all I do now. I feel like anime is like my job now. So it's all I'm watching. Dude, it, so. does, it does feel like a job. But like, honestly, if this was the only job I had, it'd be like the best job ever. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I like catch myself and I'm like 30 episodes in. I'm like, oh, my God, someone pay me, please, for the love yeah, of God. Someone like, pay me to watch this and talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but dude, um, dude, last episode, man, dude, it was really good. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really excited to have you on. And uh, oh, dude, this is fun. okay. So before you, before you say that, I just want to like, I just want to let you know. Just need to let you know. And I was thinking about this the other day. How goddamn beautiful it is that you were like halfway across the country, and we're just bringing this creative space together. Oh yeah, man. Oh from yeah, dude. So you're... far away. And it's like, yeah, we're, um, it, it, yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. It is so awesome. Dude, on the map, we're, we're, we're 1,300 miles away from each other. And, um, it's you know, honestly and we're makes doing you feel it, close. It makes you feel really it makes close. You feel, it makes you feel close to you. I feel like you're right next to me. <laughs> and, you know. Everybody, everybody but yeah, dude, this heard is, episode one was like, oh, I thought he was in L.A. And I was like, he is in L.A. And they're like, oh, well, it sounded like you guys were in the same room. I was like, oh, I wish. I wish. Yeah, dude. You know, like, this is so much fun, dude. Like, you know, growing up. You know, we've been friends for like twelve years, like we yeah, were saying. Twelve in the last years. One. And twelve years. The twelve years, man. And like we I just knew from growing up we would it was always you and me that like knew like, oh hey, let me talk about this, you know, this you know, anime I saw <laughs> yesterday or hey, did you play this? And like you were always the one that like that knew what I was talking about and I'm like, Hell yes. We're gonna keep doing <laughs> you it. You know now. what I'm talking and about. Everybody else is looking you know at me weird. About. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, everyone's looking at me weird. I don't have to sit in my room alone and watch this shit anymore. But, you know, it's, yeah, dude, this is so much fun, and, you know, it's so creative, and, you know, this is just something, you know, it's fun, dude, I fucking, you know, I love it, so, but, you know, it's so funny, when I was editing the first episode, Uh do you know what I realized? We talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! so much in that, (laughs) and, like, I I was, like, watching it, I'm like, damn, we just meant, we just were name-dropping, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! left and right, and it brought up, like, this, like, this time in our lives, you know, because we've been friends for so long, you know, you're 24, I'm 25, and it had to be around our 20s, if you remember this, when we were like addicted to Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, dude, we came like, we were, like when we would uh, we came back like in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Because we, we did Yu-Gi-Oh! Like when we were kids, and then our like yeah. right when we hit the age of twenty, it was like, oh shit, Yu-Gi-Oh! is still cool. Like let's let's get it, back into so it funny, like, harder I, than we've ever done it before. Oh, we went in at full speed, and like I remember, <laughs> I, I started to like think about like how you know how we got into it, like. Um, you know, we both have a mutual friend. Um, his name is Noel, and he had turned 21. And you know, Noel's not very much of a partier, or at the time he wasn't. He wasn't very much of a partier. He, uh, he, he's yeah, he's, you know, he's he turned just, into a party animal. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen him in so long. But it's like you know, at the time he didn't drink, he didn't party. He just really liked playing video games, and like that's all he really wanted to do. And I was super down for that. You were Dude, super that was down awesome. for that. He had, he had so many games. He still has so many games. Oh. 
Oh, I'm, yeah. Except no, for the that. except for the N64 that I accidentally broke in one of our photo shoots together. Oh my god! If, I'm gonna post that photo shoot, and then everyone will see how you destroyed it. Oh my god, that picture is so accurate for the. I mean, we'll, we'll post it out, but it's just that yeah. N64 hit the ground so hard. Before I get into the story, how much is an N64 today? Like, how much is an N64? Uh, so you, right now you reference. can get like the like the basic matte gray N64 for like seventy bucks. I think my like, mom sold it at, at a garage sale for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> my mom sold my old one for Are five dollars at a garage me? sale. Five dollars. No. Like, five dollars, and I was so upset. And like at the time, I was like twenty nineteen years old. I'm like, I just, I fucking, I just picture some old lady picking it up and then being like, "I'll give you a quarter for it." <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I didn't give a shit. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna sell it to the garage sale," and I'm like, like yeah, fucking get rid of, it. get rid of it, get rid of that box." Did you check face value for that shit, mom? <laughs> I banjo kazooie no. on that shit. Uh, yeah, dude, but no, back, so back, back to the, uh, back to our yeah. time, you know, he, he, he didn't do, you know, he didn't do a lot of things. And I remember one night, you know, we we're just, playing it is his birthday. Mar- it was his birthday. You know, we're playing Mario Kart and which was the game we played. And he was like, Hey, y'all ever play like Yu-Gi-Oh? And we were like, yeah, Oh yeah. You play, yeah. You play Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> like I was waiting for him to be like, Oh, that's dumb. Or I wanted him to be, and I was waiting for him to be like, let me see what he's going to oh, say because about people that. that play Yu-Gi-Oh suck. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for him to say that. And then he was like, no, dude, I've been really wanting to get into Yu-Gi-Oh. I found my cards. And I'm like, yo, I just found my cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So I ran back home, yeah. brought my whole deck of things, <laughs> and we all started building. It was like a garbage bag, and we had to like sort through it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we found the Metal Man. We found the yeah. Metal Man and the... <laughs> that's... It's like, can I play Metal Man in defense mode? It's like, that's a Pokemon card. Go away. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And I just like, I just like remember like... You know, we were like, oh, we're going to build these decks. And it was all fun and games. We were like, you know, we would. But that was, it was like start... recreational. We were like, oh, we're just going to have fun with them. We're fun with them. You know, I was pretending to be Yami and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to send you all to the Shadow Realm if I play this in defense hold on, mode. Hold on. I just want to add like a tidbit. This is this is no joke. We were like three 20-something-year-olds in a house with the lights turned off playing Yu-Gi-Oh! by candlelight. <laughs> Candlelight. We were we were in the shadow realm. You know, Pegasus <laughs> had just put his you know everything. We were we were ready to go. No more red wine spritzes um, before bedtime. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, all right. I'm gonna try to make this a theme of every you know show we do. You yeah. do a great weevil impression. Oh and boy. You you do it well, and I'm gonna need you to do it right now. Oh here. He, oh man, I haven't done that one. I haven't touched that one in a long time either. Jesus. It's gonna. It's time. <laughs> Oh boy! Gotta get her in, get in spirit. I got. I do got. I gotta like. He just threw up. He just threw Exodia off. You know, off the rail. And and <laughs> I he's don't like, know. Fuck you, Yugi. Like too crazy. <laughs> Say goodbye to your Exodia cards. <laughs> I summon oh basic God. insect in defense mode. And we we would do that, and you would you would do the voices, and I would be like, oh. If I summon dark magician, help me harden the cards. Like I would, I would do that shit, and you know, and it was fun, you know. But then there had to be a point when we started really taking it seriously, and we started going to tournaments. And I'm not saying anything against oh, like yeah. you know people that do Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments like on a daily, and you know, because you, know, you can make money off that stuff. You know, that's oh like, yeah, if you're good, a job as a job that you know. But for us, like you know, we were in our leather jackets. We were in our like you know. 
I don't want to say cool kids because everyone's cool as fuck. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, we were in our in our gear and we would roll up into these tournaments. And What was it? Oh, they oh, stole all my money and bought you leather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, story, we would show up to these yeah. – This story for another day, which I would love to get into. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, so we uh, – yeah, we would show up to these tournaments and, like, we were thinking, like, okay, we did a little research. We're like, okay, here's the new rules. Like, damn, I just spent 20 bucks on, you know – a fucking whatever card I was trying to play at the time, and or I spent twenty bucks yeah, on no, a yeah, yeah, we were, no, we were buying yeah. individual cards, like we were buying yeah, individual no. cards to like, and we would buy like three copies of the same card. Yeah, no, yeah, and you had the best spellcaster deck, like that was your that was your deck, that like, was, that my, was, that was like that was your stick, yeah, and like you know we would play the parsing, it's all fun and games, and you know, but the thing that sucked though is that like growing up, you you looked at the show and like you know, like that's how you play, I can play any fucking card. And if I just believe in the, if I believe in the heart of the cards, like I will win. (laughs) Fuck no. It's a strategy. And like, oh, the change of heart is banned now. I'm like, (laughs) why? Why? What? what? (laughs) Real quick. Tell me how many times, and this is no bullshit because I'm letting you know that I did it. I did it. I'm completely putting it out for the world to know that I did this while playing in a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, an officially like sanctioned Konami Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I was in a real shitty spot, and I went to draw a card, and I thought in my head, believe in the heart of the cards. Oh, Fully dude. All 100% the, all the time. genuine. <laughs> I was like, just, God damn it, you know, Yami, like, help me out now. Like, I need your help. And I remember, like, I got my ass kicked so many times. Like, Was it a Yami version of yourself? Oh yeah, no, it was a, yeah, it just, it got, yeah. It, I, my hair grew, my voice got deeper, and you know, it just passed. Everyone was cool with it. Mitchell, you know I mean? uh, <laughs> Mitchell, believe in the heart of the cards. And, you know, Dark Magician is my best fucking friend in the world. Um, but I remember losing so many times, and like it, there had to be there had to be a point when like it had to be, you know, I was playing and doing my thing, and I was gonna lose. But then I fucking cheated. <laughs> I cheated. <laughs> I cheated. I cheated this kid, and like he did not understand the rules. I think, and I was like, "Oh, I can do this, this, and he that." He's like six. And w- yeah, he's like, and I win. He's like, "Oh, uh, okay." I'm like, "I'm out." Where's my free card? Because you won a free card when you. Uh, <laughs> when you won. I I feel like it was the players that didn't exactly explain themselves a hundred percent that won most of these matches. <laughs> Yeah, no, and then I also had this one guy one time when I was playing, and I was done. Like, half of the game, I was a thousand life points away, and, you know, he was like, I'm like, hey, man, like, I don't want to play anymore. I was like, I don't want to play with you. Like, you're, you beat me. He goes, no, 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 no. Let me see what you have in your hand. And I'm like, ah, fucking really, dude? Like, so I show him my hand. He's like, you can do this and then that, but then I'm going to flip this trap card, and I win. I'm like, whoa, there's no point He's in like, doing He's like, I'm going to play myself with your cards. Yes, that's <laughs> what he started to do with me, and... But then, like, there was also, you know, you, you look at those tournaments and, like, it's all go happy. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. But then when you, step out, when you step outside, that's where, like, the real, like, underground Yu-Gi-Oh! happens. Dude, they were, like, you know they were, like, arresting people for, like, selling shit. Like, it was, like, elite. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. No, it, they, they were, like, it, they it, were really, like, kicking people out of, like, the shops for, for selling cards and shit. Yeah, because, like, you couldn't sell cards, like, actually on the premises, so people would step outside and, like, you know, they have their, like, leather coats on. They'd be like, hey, you want to buy some trap cards? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you want to buy some trap cards? <laughs> I got acid yeah. hole for a dollar. I got the rare monster reborn right here. <laughs> Come um, into the yeah, church's so we- chicken. Suck me off. I'll give you all the pieces of Exodia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus. Fucking game lot, man. That was the place to be at when we were growing up. Like, you know, growing up, like, for games and, like, when we did the Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments was game lot. Yeah. That was the place to be. Have you seen Yu-Gi-Oh lately? Yu-Gi-Oh lately? No, Dude, I haven't. Okay, you know, I, I saw a commercial, f- and it was like, Yu-Gi-Oh Alpha. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. I stopped going when they started, like, pendulum summoning, which don't ask me because I don't know what the fuck that means. Do I need to bring my own pendulum? Yeah, like, do I, I was hang like, my okay, card cool. from a pendulum, and if it falls in the right I, spot, I was like, okay, I can get around synchro summoning. It was like a cool synchro summoning is yeah. cool. Like I understand it, and um, you know, whatever you know. And but then when pen, when I heard pendulum summoning was coming out, I'm like, I don't want. I'm not about that anymore. But then it really stopped for me, and I don't know if it, I feel like it was the same thing for all of us. Is when we started really spending twenty to thirty plus. Oh yeah, when it was like when you were making on, a deck with like. Uh, you had to like individually track cards. It was like whenever your deck needed one card, and like that card was a twenty five dollar card, and it was like, oh yeah, for this deck to work, you need four of those. And you're like, oh boy. Yeah, and then like I think there was a point in time when we were all sitting in like you know in a room, and we all like looked at each other, and we were all like, this is not. Cool <laughs> it was like you know we I mean? had like, just come I... off like the high drug binger. <laughs> we all just like, come off I... of heroin. <laughs> And I also I think it was like you know our friend Noel like we were all starting to get away from it but he just wanted to keep playing we're like Noel like and I think our friend Gage too we were like nah dude, dude like, they were, they, this they really this they, ain't cool oh, anymore man they put some work into their decks oh yeah I just you know I I used to play I don't decks. Even Duelist Network Duelist Deck. Network was my game dude Duelist you know, Network was cool it's Duelist Network they have like they have like the BattleNet app now. Oh shit! Oh, I saw that. It's like an yeah. app. And, yeah, it's not. I like it, but it's not as like with Duelist Network. You could pick any card if you knew what the card name was, and it was legal, like in tournament oh, yeah. regulation. You could just play it, and it was cool. And but I also fucking hated when you got you know the dueling during the day was cool, but like the weird duelist came out at like three a.m. The weird that's when I, duelist. The, that's that's when I was getting on at three a.m. and I'm playing, you know, and no one followed the fucking rules. I was trying to play by the rules, and you would have to type a message. Like you couldn't talk to this person. You, <laughs> you had, had to, to type, type the message. message. And you would be like, all right, I'm going to flip this trap card over to here, and then I'm going to do this. And he'd be like, fuck you. I summon all three god cards, attack at once, and I win. And then he would just log off. <laughs> and he would, just fucking log, he would just fucking log off. And I'm like, all right. Well, He's like, fine. oh, that's a win for me. Bye, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. But, yeah, that's our story of, you know. Oh, man. Our Yu-Gi-Oh, man. All right. But, so uh, let's roll into the Dude, let's roll, let's roll in. All right, part. so. We're so starting... on this next part, yo, you go ahead here. I'm gonna let you talk. The bring oh. us into the next section. Oh, dude, okay. I'll just Let's I'll just bring go. us in and start. We're starting. What? How many? How many episodes is is this one? How many episodes? This is episode. This is episode two of the Anime Boys podcast. A uh, quick little thing. I mean, you can I mean, I mean, how many episodes? <laughs> how many episodes oh. are in the anime we're watching right now? <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, I'm gonna edit that out. But yo, so the anime we're watching right now. So we got 26 episodes on this next anime, and it is actually. They just celebrated their twentieth anniversary. Oh, actually. so happy twentieth uh, anniversary to Cowboy Bebop! Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop. So we are going on episode one of Cowboy Bebop, the space western. Dude, it's a space you western. Know, dude, it's a space western, dude. And like when we said like, "Hey, let's uh, let's all you know, let's both go watch uh, Cowboy Bebop," and um, it's you know, classic. We'll, we'll talk about it. And I was like, "Damn, dude, I haven't seen that." in you know so long and like i think in the last podcast we talked about like when cowboy bebop came on it was time to go to sleep 
You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. that, that was like – because you know I, I did a little research on it. Like that was the first anime that uh, Adult Swim had ever put on. Oh, yeah. I can't wait you know, to – yeah, because Toonami, I don't think they wanted to air it. I don't know if there was some weird like rating. It was a little. It was a little heavier. It was. It had the. I think it had the uh, the TVMA on it. Mm-hmm. It had something like that, and like I don't think they wanted to to air it. And so in two thousand one, it was the because it came out in ninety eight. Uh, you know, like I said celebrating its twentieth anniversary. Um, but in two thousand one, it was the first anime on uh, Toonami. And, or no, on uh, Adult Swim. I'm sorry. Yep. It's the first anime on Adult Swim, and then you know I don't know if that was before home movies or anything like that, but. And when we said we're going to review it, I was like, cool, the 20th anniversary. I'm so excited about it. And it, like, blew my mind how good that Dude, was. Dude, oh, my goodness. So, I mean, so take it for – so, obviously, Cowboy Bebop, one of the staples of anime. For any new or veteran anime watcher, everyone needs to see Cowboy Bebop. It's just one of those have-to-sees. Oh, yeah. No, it is. And it really – I think it set a tone for – you know, and I'll say this: it, it, it set a tone for a lot of animes. How oh, yeah. I feel like I'm, I, you know, how they were gonna, you know, their character development, their story into everything, you know, um, because around that time it came out in '98, you would have Gundam, you would have all those kind of oh yeah, kind of Gundam was you know, huge animes coming out. But those were just, a, I feel like those were a lot of just like fighting robots. This had like the mech, you know, space cowboy western type thing, but with the deep story behind it too. Oh, most um, definitely, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, and I haven't seen this is me personally, like you know, I'm 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 probably super wrong on this. Like I haven't seen an anime like that. You know what I mean? Like there's great animes out there that have come out in the past, you know, ten, it, fifteen it, years. It, but. Sta- it very much stands alone. Honestly, it stands on a whole other category of there's like a handful of animes that you can't even clump with other animes because they just stand alone because of how good they are as a whole. Oh yeah. Like I mean and that was, with Cowboy, yeah, I have ahead, it tattooed on my body. You like, do. I, I do. was thinking about that the other day. Like, you have, you know, you have the Valentina tattoo and you have, you know, Faye Valentine that, you know, right on my Faye arm. Faye Valentine, dude. Um, you know, actually I want to talk about, you know, bring up Faye Valentine right now. My favorite scene, you know, I kind of watched a little bit more uh, I kind of watched a little bit of the season yeah. this past week. So there's a there's an episode there's a there's a part in um, episode five when because you had Spike that was like I also thinking back on it Spike as a character that was probably one of my first like introductions into like a cocky dude like, into like the cocky protagonist character yeah yeah so you had all those characters and like you know you had Spike you had Vey Valentine you had I cannot remember the uh, older uh, guy Jet Black Jet Black yeah they all liked each other but they all hated each other at the same time um there's a scene when they kidnap Vey valentine in the fifth episode and she's like he's gonna shoot her and he's like don't shoot like you know we're gonna shoot her if you'd move and he's like i care about you but he just doesn't even think twice like you can tell how they drew it and how they animated it it was like he just shot straight and i was like fuck he didn't like he likes her, but he also hates her. And like yeah. that just added like that one little scene to me like yeah. set a tone for it. Um, <laughs> um so there's so I, I, I do wanna like jump into like the theme a little bit in a second here, mm-hmm. but but to, just to cap yep. on like what you said about that, there is this very hard tone because that tone is reflected in the first episode of I hate you but I care. But I care yeah. that I hate like I hate you that I care so much, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, no, you're right. It's a lot. You're right, yeah, it's a lot, dude. And like, um, 
Yeah, no, dude. It's just it's, it, as a whole, and like you know, the music was great. Like I think you know, I, I, you know, cue the fucking you know theme song. Like probably one like that resonates throughout time. It stands alone. With, <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, dude. Let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna the like, entire music of the entire do like you know, a, handful, Kanoe, Kan- a handful. Yeah, play, of, like, yeah, yeah. Research here, real quick. Because the the artist who you know who did pretty much every song for Cowboy was uh, if I pronounce his name incorrectly I am I do apologize is Yoko Yoko uh, Kano Noah Kano yes Yoko Kano that was probably one of the greatest soundtracks like like I said it, it holds up through time we're in 2018 right now and we're talking about an anime that came out in 98 you know so I mean? so the song the song that um, performed in the beginning is called Tank the Best mm-hmm. and. That was performed by Yoko Kano by the seatbelts as an extensive alto saxophone solo played by Masato Honda as well to fill the part in the end. It's great. It, oh, it, man. And do you know what? You know what's so funny I was thinking about when I was watching, you know, a couple of the episodes throughout this season? It reminded me a little bit of like Catch Me If You Can kind of theme. Oh, I, don't know if <laughs> I love it. If I'm overthinking like it. Oh, one of my favorite movies ever. Leo and, like, when I, and Tom Hanks. Leo DiCab, Tom Hanks. Great, yeah. So it's like you know when I hear that, I'm like, I it just reminded me of Catch Me, like Catch Catch Me. Oh yeah, you know. And it, and it, you know, kind of maybe the same kind of character as you know that, like you know, he, you know, he just didn't care. You know what I mean? He was so cocky. He just like I can do anything. You know what I mean? I can beat any villain. Or I can what? Beat, what is Leo DiCaprio's bounty. name in Catch Me If You Can? I have to research. <laughs> no, I have. To, oh, it's like know, is, uh, isn't it like William something? Yeah. Um, William Abagnale. Yeah, William Abagnale and Spike from you know Cowboy Bebop. Those two like are a very similar character to me personally. Very, you know, very just, similar yeah. characters. Yeah. All right. So do you wanna you wanna you wanna take a crack at this theme song? You wanna take a little bit? Oh of yeah, dude, drop, drop it. Let's do this. It's Cowboy Bebop. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Fucking dude, that it's oh so good, but God, I, it's bringing back so many flashbacks of like, oh shit, oh, I got school in the morning. I got like, school, you know I mean? oh. but and it sucks. Like when I was growing up, because like it, I wish I would have like it 
I wish I would have watched him more growing up. Oh, yeah. You know, it, well, it we knew it wasn't for – once you saw adult on the TV, you kind of went, uh-oh. I probably shouldn't be watching this. I probably shouldn't be watching this, you know, and – um but yeah, dude, that 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 theme song oh. is so great. Like any, I love. Um, who was the, sax- like who was the saxophone player's name again? The sax- yeah, it's like a big oh, like, band. Okay, the the saxophone yeah. player was uh, Masato Honda. Great. I I'm that it 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 was like a big band. It, 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 it is like very big... it very much is like reminiscent of like early '30s '40s big band swing music. Oh yeah, dude, and like when you think about it, they're in the year 2077. You know, yeah. And, uh, oh my yeah. God. That's what I love so much. It's like, it's a future space Western. Like it has an and, old you know, feel. And I could tell you, like, you know, I could say this, like point me in, in the direction of an anime that's like that. There's not show, show me please. Like I, I would love to know and I, I would love to watch it. You know what I mean? But to, to my knowledge at the moment, I don't know anything like that, you know, because you know, I feel like Cowboy Bebop was that first style of anime that got big in America because, you know, oh, yeah. I was watching an episode and I, and I paused it and I could literally look at every single thing and I could tell the detail on it. Dude, you it, know what it's, I mean? it's very – it still has that very it, – it's so complex yet still mm. maintains the draw, like draw, hand-drawn feel, Yeah, which is and you so know hard funny, to like, do. I, I did a little little research on it. It's like a Kimitishio Yamani, if I pronounce the name incorrectly, but he did the designs for the mechs on there. And I looked – he did the mech design, like, you know, the ship yeah. design, like, you know, anything like that. And I looked in his work, and he did a lot of, like, the really early Gundam. And you go back oh, and Oh, that's where that early, influence early, comes from. You look at the early Gundam, he worked on that. And I'm like, that's where it came from. Gundam got big in the U.S., but I feel like when Cowboy Bebop came out, that brought – that style of anime really out into like you know the world oh, into dude. America at, so, at least you know so ep- episode one As- mm-hmm. asteroid blues so that uh, yeah no go ahead go ahead that okay so tell me if I'm wrong I caught this vibe very much from the opening well the opening sequence for once that blue on black kind of like highlight sequence where he's in that fight. And then there's just the red rose. Mm-hmm. Tell me that was not a beautiful open sequence with like the color contrast. Oh yes, dude. Like any, like, you know, like I said, like anything that they did like that, it was it was way ahead of its time. I feel like you know what I mean. Um, and that entire like every all the colors pop, everything looks really well drawn. Like you look at any anime today, it's very CGI. It saves money. I'm not gonna doubt. I'm not gonna bash any company at the moment because I understand. I, I mean, I'm not. You know, I've done a little in, in like industry type work, and yeah. I understand money. Money's an issue, but you look at any new anime today; it's not like that. There's not that popping of colors. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, and that's what's so beautiful about it. So it, it, it's that it's that, and you can just see how many animes that have had like that have been created that have taken elements away from Cowboy Bebop. Like, you know, you have, like, uh, I would say one I've seen, um, Trigun has a lot of Cowboy Bebop influence. Yes, yes. Trigun totally does. I've seen a lot of Cowboy Bebop influence in um, Psychopaths, mm-hmm. which is very, this very, like, these, like, kind of, not necessarily because in Bebop they're, they're bounty hunters, but they have this very sleuthy detectiveness yeah. type influence. 
No, you're right. And you know, and you look at it if you look at it as like a character uh, design and like a character, you know, um, you know their their, their yeah. characters as a whole. There there was a worker on there who did the character design. Um, like I said, I am messing up every name out there. I do apologize for that. Um, is Toshari Kawamoto? He did character design for Cowboy Bebop. He later started a company called Bones, who did shows like Soul Eater and Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, nice. Um, so I look at I look at those are two of my favorite animes. You know, on my list of favorite animes, and I look at that and I start looking back at it. And I'm like, damn, those hold up. You know what I mean? Those oh, hold yeah. up in character design and like, especially Full Metal as a whole. You know what I mean? Like that holds up. I thought that artwork was amazing for that time period. So then when I started seeing his work, I'm like, damn, I can see that. Like Cowboy was a lot of the the start for the newer animes that are coming out now. Oh and, yeah, it was the it was those, the those, it was the yeah. base for yeah. what anime would become. Yeah, it's a uh, it's great, man. You know, great characters, great, you know, great color, great, just great story in general. And, you know, um, great, the best soundtrack. Like I said, you find me an anime that sounds like that. <laughs> find me an anime me. that has full, like, fighting sequences with jazz. With jazz, yes. With, and, like, in its, just yeah. Freeform yeah. jazz fight. Let's do it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, so, unbelievable. 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 Um, but okay, all right. so that that opening okay. sequence, after that, it, it opens to a planet, and a ship flies in. And you know what the first thing I thought about when I was watching that? What is it? How does every Star Wars movie start? The exact the exact same way. The exact same the, fucking the way. exact the exact same fucking way. Yeah, you're so right. And it's so you know, and Star Wars has a lot. To do influence of a lot of I space, I was thinking you know? I was like I wonder if they seen like I wonder if they were Star Wars fans because it Probably. was very much like you open you see a big planet and then just one single ship flies through. That's a weird thought. Yeah, I never thought of it. Yeah, never thought of it like that. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that first episode, you know, it starts off with Spike. They're looking for a, uh, you know, a character. I cannot remember the name of the villain. Asimov. He. Asimov, yeah, he is looking for. Uh, he's trying to sell that drug. The red eye. Uh, the red eye, yeah. The illegal Which eye drops. The illegal eye drops, and I'm like, he just keeps taking them, and it turns you into this kind of like you know superhuman. Dude, I feel like it's like human growth hormone. Yeah, it's like human growth, growth hormone. Hgh. And but you know what I loved about you know my favorite part that I'm gonna take away from that first episode What's is that? like the spike and the girlfriend of the. Uh, of the you know the the bounty they were chasing yeah that entire dynamic where she just wanted to go to Mars but she was secretly like you know because when I didn't know that baby was you know the drug like she was pregnant she's like oh we're just trying to get to Mars no yeah I felt that was the cover up for her and I was like damn like that just drew me in like that entire sequence outside the restroom and you know he she didn't know he was a bounty hunter at the time like that entire sequence right there brought me into the end where 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 okay um. So I know that it like, so you know what I I loved like right at the beginning of that episode. I I just thought the like straight up you know like Jet Black's the comic relief of the show, when he's yeah. like <laughs> he's like we're having beef and peppers and he's like yeah there's no this is just peppers <laughs> like you're you're an asshole we don't have any beef uh, yeah we don't have any beef yeah that was <laughs> like the we can't afford ever. beef. I'm like been there, done like where we're just—it's like when you're scraping the pantry for like whatever is in there. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, dude, that was that was so funny, and their dynamic too. Like you know, it's 
you know, you 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 do learn a lot like throughout the episodes about their dynamic, but just off the bat from the first episode, it's like, yo, they like each other. There's something, you know. Yeah. But they're there for each other. They're there for each other. They're gonna talk shit to each other. They're gonna, you know, go. You can tell them they've been like working together for a while. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So another interesting point I saw in the in the beginning, they have to go to catch this guy in Tijuana, so they're in. Mexico. Oh yes, and I yeah. I'm like looking, and all of the police cars say policia. <laughs> Poli- oh my god! And you know what's so funny? You know those three the older three older dudes that, are, that were like, we built you, this country. They built as you like watch more episodes. They're in like each episode as like in they're in a different scenario and they just happen to be like in <laughs> Vegas you know what i mean or that's kind of it reminds me my so much day. of <laughs> do you ever do you ever watch like avatar yeah um you know there was always the watermelon guy <laughs> how, like, my melons always, my melons they reminded me of that and i'm like that is so funny like that like you know that part of like the comic relief like carried on throughout the years and i'm like fuck yes Dude, so yeah you can you can definitely tell so <laughs> In that opening sequence, so they go down to, like, Tijuana to follow, like, Mm -hmm. and to find, like, Asimov, right? And if you enter – so they enter a saloon. It is a – it is not a bar. It is a saloon. A saloon, With, like, the the double doors, and then there's the bartender, and he's just drying the glass behind the bar. Oh, yeah, and and then the the drink is like, oh, I'll take a Bloody Mary. Oh, no, I'm out of tomato juice. I think you have some in the back or something like that. Yeah. And that was all the code names. And I'm like, oh, shit, shit's about to go down. You know what I mean? Like, and there's always that type of thing. It's so funny. I'm out of tomato juice. Well, I <laughs> have human growth hormones. <laughs> I have human growth hormones. Yeah. Put that in the Bloody Mary and drink it down. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate Bloody Marys. They're so oh, gross. dude, they're, oh, they are disgusting. Awful. I don't know why anybody don't likes under- those. I don't understand why anybody likes that. And it's like it's like vegetables and alcohol. Like I you know, alcohol is okay, you know, if you don't drink in excess. And like vegetables in a drink are just gross. Yeah, it's put them both together, it's like No, yeah. Um Especially for breakfast. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) Um, yeah, dude dude, that 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 like yeah, just Cowboy Bebop, congratulations on twenty years and still holding up. Oh, dude, it, it will always yeah. hold up. It will always hold up. And like I said, like it's, it set the tone for a lot of animes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I said a lot. It set the tone and also what America enjoys, which we did talk about in the last episode. We enjoy the fighting and we enjoy just we enjoy the fighting of anime. You know what dude, I mean? the, so I we like enjoy the, the guns, man. Whenever that scene busts in and they start firing to the windows and just blood starts flying everywhere. Oh my god, yes. The glass is yes. breaking, and it's just like, yeah. hit the deck. Everybody's like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it set the tone for that. Because, you know, you had, you had the Dragon Ball Z where they were, you know, shooting beams and shooting key, like, you know. Do you remember when you first saw blood on Dragon Ball Z? Do you remember? Yeah, and yeah, I do. And now they won't show blood on Dragon Ball Z, like, anymore, and it makes me sad. That, that makes you super sad. Weird. Makes it like this weird spit blue color, and it's like, and they made po- uh, Mr. Popo purple, and I'm like, what is Kai? Like Kai is cool in a way. If we're getting into that a little bit, like yeah. Kai is cool in a way, like, but it's like it took away an aspect for me personally. Like I love that violence, um, it, it, but it did add a little. It yeah. really, you, you know, you don't until you stop seeing it, 
you really don't understand how much you value blood in anime. Yeah, truly. Yeah, and that was in, and, and, and you know, also in Cowboy Bob, it was it was and it wasn't gory, but it was a very violent, you know, anime oh, yeah. for its time. Oh yeah, you know, but but Adult Swim's not putting things on like that. Anymore. No, no. And if they are, I have I haven't watched in a while. You know, they're doing more of like you know Family Guy and you know Robot. Ah, uh, dude, awesome. they have some. They have that weird show with like the dog and he's like the devil. That's a cool show. I've watched a little bit of it. I won't watch a full episode. I'll watch like little scenes from it. Yeah. But uh no, it's it yeah, they don't they don't do things like that anymore. And, you know, like the times have changed. Like if Cowboy Bebop came out right now, would it hold up? Did, well, yeah. I feel like people I think if if it came out today, people would be like, "Why does this look so hand-drawn?" Why does it look so hand-drawn? Yeah. Like people and, wouldn't know. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, and I, I actually, you know, that started making me thinking. Like, are they ever going to reboot it? And there, there was talks about doing a live action movie. It, it didn't go through though. There was like, you know, the company was going back and forth. And I'm like, I'm so glad that they never rebooted it. They never, you know, did don't, anything. They, did, they didn't touch it. Like, don't, don't, touch, don't it. touch that. That's that's one of the animes. Like, no, continue, but don't. You know, I, I don't know. Don't they would do it have to do I that. wouldn't like to see it done over again, only because I think yeah. they did it right the first time. Yeah. No, you're right. They did it right, right the first time. Yeah. Oh, man. So um, that first yeah, episode. Yeah, that was it. That, that first, first episode. episode yeah. So so that that crazy bar scene happens. And I love – so <laughs> that's why I love like Jet Black is like one of the my favorite characters on there because I love that he like comes in and like there's just dead bodies all over the bar and he sits down and he's like, well, I guess I'll serve myself then. <laughs> I guess I'll serve myself. And then he just fucking like jumps back. And then when the cops show up, he just like, fuck it. Yeah, he's you like, fuck I mean? it. Don't, don't even. <laughs> yeah, don't even. Um, yeah. Dude, talk about Spike, um, man. Talk about, give me some Spike, Spike. yeah, dude, dude, dude. Spike, like, you know, like I said, it set the tone for protagonists throughout the years. You know what I mean? He's like top uh, 10 in anime protagonists. He has to be. Oh, yeah. You know, because like, you know, before that, me personally, and what I was watching, you know, you had, you know, your Yamis, your, you know, your, uh, you know, your Gokus. They weren't cocky in a way. Well, well think, knew, think about it. They had something else. Yami had they did. artifacts. Goku was a Saiyan. He was an alien. Spike yeah. is just a guy. He's just a guy, and he knew how powerful he was, you know, because he was in different sorts of organizations. He had training, but he just knew that he could – he would go into any fight thinking, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. How am I going to win? I don't care how it's going to happen. And that, you know, growing up, I'm just so mad at myself. Like I wish I would have like hooked on to that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, it set the the tone for, you know, other animes and Spike as a protagonist was just, you know, amazing and – I love how he had his banter with you know Faye Valentine, you know with Jet Black and um, dude. Even with the with things. the woman in the first episode, how he bumps into her and he <laughs> she help, he helps her pick up his their groceries, and then she like looks and he has like three of the groceries stuffed in his mouth, and he just like oh, pulls yes. them back he, out. He's like, "Sorry, he you can have eats these the back. sandwich." He eats the sandwich. He's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I don't want that anymore." And he's like, "Well, more for me then." And then he yeah. pulls the shit out of his fucking like sleep. It's funny because he's so cool, but he's, he's so, so cool. poor. He's so poor. They're so poor. They're they so poor on a ship yeah. in space. Like that's oh, what okay. space poverty looks like. 
Yeah, and I'm like, wait, how are y'all still moving through space? Like, and they have all this high tech gear. I'm like, sell some of that gear or something. <laughs> Pod shop. You know I mean? What are you doing? You don't even yeah, have make beef. some money. Like, I look at that and they're on the computers. I'm like, those cost money. <laughs> like, those cost money. You, you don't have beef in your like. Your, That's insane your... to think about, though. Like, in the yeah. future, all this technology is gonna be like, yeah, it's like fucking five dollars for that. Yeah, and like they can't afford beef in their fucking stir fry. And their you know stir I mean? fry, like, they're just eating vegetables. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, dude, it's crazy. You know, and it's cool to think about, like, you know, in that time, you know, with that mech aspect. Like, I'm like, damn, like, you know, a lot of that time, like, you had Gundam, you had all of that. And I'm like, I love looking at animes back in the day, and I'm like, damn, that's what they think the future is going to look like. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, like, Mars is going to look like. That's how we're going to have it. Uh, you Spike know, was like born that. on Mars. He was born on Mars. He was yes. born, and I I yeah. like that that Mars in is like the new Earth. Like everyone's like, it oh is. man, I just need to get to Mars. Like Mars is where you live. Which is so funny. Like if you watch any animes like now, like uh, there's Alt Alt No Zero. There's a couple other ones I can't name at the moment. But like if it's anything space related, they're like Mars is the planet. Like they've already like any future type of you know animators. i feel like these animators know that mars is going to be the next planet yeah i mean of course i, I mean, mean it, it, it's already getting there well where else are we gonna fucking go you know what i mean it's like where else are we gonna fucking go you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like yeah there's everything else what are we gonna go to venus venus is all gas i think venus has actually got some some hard i think it's neptune's all gas Pluto is like way too far away. Saturn's all Saturn's all gas. Saturn's gas. Jupiter's Saturn's gas with that giant blemish on it. And I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <And> welcome <laughs> to Cosmos. <laughs> welcome to Cosmos. <laughs> We're gonna learn about space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. That was good. Um, that was good. Yo, but my favorite, my favorite line in that entire first episode. It had to be right at the end. It was right at the end, like, you know, she, it was the girlfriend, you know, and the, you know, the battle they were chasing. He had taken too many of those fucking, like, growth hormone drugs. Yeah. And he's on a rampage, and she looks at him, looks at the back, and the cops, and, you know, Spike's chasing him, and she goes, that's it? We ain't gonna make it. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're not gonna Dude. make it. Shoots him right in the fuck, like, shoots him right in the That head. was, like, holy shit. It got real. It got. And that's when I'm. That was a yeah. real twenty-two minutes. Yeah, dude, and that's and like I said, it set the tone for the entire series, and it's like, all right, we can have fun with this. Spike is awesome. Spike is cool, but this is real. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this yeah. Is, it, it it drags you into it. And I'm like, yo, that's what I need. I need that that story development. You the, know what I mean? Like, it, it it was, it was almost somewhat, kind of beautiful in a way. Because in that moment, she, like, accepted fate, was like, I'm putting him down, and then I know I'm going to die. Yeah. And that's it. And then she says something, and if I, if I misdo the, the, you know, the actual words, she's like, like, see you later, space She said, see you later, space cowboy, and then fucking and, shoots him, and then the shit explodes. And it just, it explodes, and it's just like. And I just got up and I was like, fuck yes. I was like, that's how you fucking come out with the bang in the first episode in 1998. You know what I mean? I'm like, set the fucking tone. So. Dude, okay, I, w- I want to go I want to go more in into that because that last – I could talk a little while for that on that last yeah. sequence. I just want to highlight a little bit though. The floor, the that, floor is yours, brother. That um, 
oh god, that elder that Spike talks to before hunting Asimov. He, you know, what's so funny? If you watch a little bit more, they really base a lot of their like if they're going to go after a bounty or a certain bounty, they base it off kind of like you know a teller or something. Oh yeah, like a you know fortune I mean? teller. The, it was like a fortune teller. Yeah, wa- Wakantanka. I think was, some, some, something along those. Lines. Some, it, that Wakatanka, I think, because I wrote it down. I, there's a I wrote it down for some reason. I'm saying it because I wrote it down when I heard it. But um, yeah. and something I don't remember what exactly the line was that he told, but he called Spike like swimming bird, and he's like the the red eye something will appear on the like w- right. on the west side of town or something like that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's right behind you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he's right behind you, and it's when oh, he was like he's right behind down. you. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It's kooky fortune fun. teller. So I, I thought – I just – I wanted to highlight a little bit that scene was just interesting. And then like what I thought was so cool is that fight with Asimov and Spike outside where he's wearing the poncho and the giant uh, yes. ma- like mariachi hat. Yes, yes. And – they're like fighting and kicking the crap out of each other, and it's just like, and I'm just like, is this this is full on jazz? It's full on jazz, and like you know, we can and it's intense. It's intense, dude, and like it, it's just so beautiful. Like the the music is, and like I said, there hadn't been really any animes like that, you know that you had can't that put jazz to a music. Dragon Ball Z fight. Oh, you can't. You no, can't put jazz on any other anime. Like, do it. I dare you. I dare you, and it won't look like that. It no. You know, because when you think of Cowboy Bebop, you think of the music, the artwork, the characters, and everything all that together. What's amazing, it's so great, and why it's, mm-hmm. we're still talking about it in 2018 when it came out in 1998. For real. Like, 20 years yeah. later, it's still such an impactful anime. Like, it, it, it you don't. There is no avid anime watcher that has been like, oh, what's Cowboy Bebop? It doesn't happen. No. Everybody knows. No. Everybody knows. Like, it's people great. people stop me in the middle of the street like, oh, my God, Faye Valentine. Like, I'm like, yeah, cool. And <laughs> that's dude, I, only- I did. It's so funny, like, when I get stopped in the street because I have that, you know, that Dragon Ball uh, yeah. tattoo. I get talking to the screen all the time. Like, oh, is that Dragon Ball Z? And I'm like, yes, like yes, that's the four. Like they're like, oh, why the four star? And I'm like, all right, you got you got 20 minutes. Like I was like, you got 20 minutes. <laughs> you got I'm 20 sure. minutes to explain. Let's sit down. I'm giving like, a seminar. It's called Why the Four Star Dragon Ball. S- <laughs> why the Four Star Dragon Ball? And like I could go on forever. And I, I love getting stopped in the screen like that. It's it's so funny. Um, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> no, like yeah. I, I there was a so like kind of trailing. There's this, <laughs> this. We were at a Walmart and. Uh, this girl like ran up and just pulled my sleeve from my arm and was like, Oh my god, freaking cowboy beat him up and I was just like, Whoa, you don't do that to people. Like Dude, it I, was I actually have a, it was awful. I gotta, dude, all right. So speaking about people stopping you for your tattoos, okay. Story, all right. So I'm at work, um and I'm out in Venice, California, uh, at work and I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing and a guy come up to me. And he goes, hey, man, is that, a, is that a Dragon Ball? And I'm like, yeah, all right. But side note, I knew who this person was, which I will get to that in a second. Yeah. And he goes, oh, is that, is that a Dragon Ball? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, did you ever see that live-action Dragon Ball movie? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I played the Goku character. 
right? And oh, like, dude, hold on. And, and was that the dude no. that plays Steve and Shameless? No. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I have to uh, hold on. that up because I do not – I don't think it is. Hold uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Hold on, I'm looking into this too. Okay, it was, okay, it was Dragon Ball Evolution, correct? Yes, the main character who played Goku. Okay, dude, there was a, a Dragon Ball Z movie from 1991. I have that not was, seen that. That oh was my in, God. Start, hold on. It was the dude that played Steven Shameless. Oh. No. Oh, my God. Oh, Justin Chatwin. Oh, my God. Dude, okay, oh, okay, my so God. The, okay. The, okay so <laughs> I knew funny, it. So funniest thing ever. Right? So he goes, oh, that's a Dragon Ball. And I knew who he was when he came up to me because like, yeah. I saw him in line. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm not going to say anything because that movie fucking sucked. And I was like, I'm not going to send you the guy. You know, it's whatever. He goes, oh, is that a Dragon Ball tattoo? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, you know, it's a, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I play Goku. I'm like, I know. You know what I mean? He's like, I know who you are. He goes, that movie sucked, didn't it? And I'm like, yeah, man. I, <laughs> what? He, go- <laughs> he goes, that movie sucked? Yeah, he goes, he goes, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that movie sucked, didn't it? And I'm like, yeah, man. That movie was terrible. And he goes, hey, man, I got to learn a lot about karate and I did a lot of cool moves. And I'm like, it's like nothing you say right now is going to make me think otherwise. That movie was a piece of shit. It was a piece of shit. And he admitted it. I'm like, that motherfucker admitted that it was a piece of shit movie. Uh, I won't rat him out. I'm going to pee this in the podcast. I won't tag him in anything. I know he's not probably not going to watch this. No, someday. he's not. Don't tag him in anything. But if he hears this, Justin Chatwin, I'm so glad that you know Dragon Ball Evolution was a piece of crap. I'm happy that you are on Shameless. <laughs> yeah, no. You're much yeah, better yeah. on Shameless. Yeah, dude. It was so funny Like when he said that. And like I'm like, oh, well, we're on the same page then. I was like, cool. <laughs> was well, we're glad we, glad we both know that that movie was crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. that's fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. I can't believe that happened to you. It did, dude. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> I think I'm not going to know. Um, all right, yo. So, you know, I want to do a little thing like we did in the last episode. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, that first episode, anime as a whole, what are you rating it? Oh, anime as a whole, definitely giving it a ten, hard 10 out of 10. Hard 10 out of 10. I'm going to give the same thing. 10 out of 10, dude. Like I said, I've been saying out this whole thing, dude. It's just the anime. It's, it's that, wonderful. You know, it's wonderful, and I'm just I'm so upset with myself that I didn't get into it as you know younger. I knew of it, like I said, it was the anime. Yeah, time to go to sleep, but it was the one that I knew of. But going back now that you know being on the podcast, being able to review it, it was like damn, dude, this it, stands the test of time. You hit that one day when you're like, it's time to go to sleep, and then you saw it, and you're like, but I'm not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna sleep. I, you know, I had those times. I had know, those I times. Had those times. Those times, you know, I watched it, um, but I didn't retain it as much as I would like to. Oh, yeah, you know I mean? definitely. You're talking like that. Definitely yeah. now I retain so much more. And, like, really watching it in, like, excessive, excessive detail, it makes mm. me appreciate it that much more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, um, Yeah, so hard, hard 10 out of 10. That's, hard that's hard 10 out of 10. Um, uh, I'm, still, I'm still harping on that. That last scene is, like, it's shockingly good. Oh, shockingly good! It like, set the tone. Like it, it, it uh, if it brought it all, it brought it all together. I'm like, yo, like I said, this was like this was cool. 
I'm a, I'm into this. Like, this is awesome. You know, I had that awesome character development. Awesome. But then when she literally, you know, did the thing, you know, shot him and turned around and said, see you later, Space Cowboy. I was like, fuck, I'm hooked. Dude, tell it me, tell me. me after you heard that, like for the first time you ever heard that, that you didn't want to just be called Space Cowboy forever. Hell yes, I want to be Space, called Space <laughs> Cowboy forever. Yes. And like, um, that's that where he's chasing her. It, I love the music changes. It cha- it was yes. like it was like that fast pace like and then they hit into space and you realize shit's about to go down and the music stops and it's like yes. we're gonna have nothing but dialogue here. Yes. When she like when she realizes and she's like that's it, like we're, that's it. we're not and and the music makes it so much more intimate and you can also tell that there's this aspect to Spike. That he like is so about beautiful women, and like no matter what's oh, going yeah. on, like he still cares, even if he knows her very well. Like you could still that there was some tenderness between him and the you know the yeah. the girlfriend, and that he was genuinely upset when she like accepted fate and like blew oh, yeah. Asimov's brains out. And you look, you know, I I kind of watched a couple more episodes, you know. You know, when we talk yeah. about it, we're going to do the review. He does that throughout the series. Like, you know, there's situations that he's not involved in. Like, he could get out of them completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can get out of them completely, but he cared so much. He cares too much. Like, it's like, it's like, cool, his cockiness came into play. Like, he's cocky. But then, right when he's like, damn, I need to fix this, even though I'm not a part of that situation, he could, he just turns serious and it's like, damn. All right, I have to fix this. I'm not a part of it, but I'm going to fix this because he's a good person. Yeah, and that's what makes that you know Spike a great character, probably one of the best main characters in anime of all time. You know what's so funny about the end of that first episode? What? <laughs> that all this shit goes down, all this red eyes flooded into space. Two people are dead. The cops are everywhere. There's so much damage to shit. And they're still, like, in the ship, poor as fuck. Like, back to square one. <laughs> oh, they're still poor as fuck. They're yeah, still, no. like, nothing came of that first episode. They didn't collect the bounty. They just, two people killed themselves in attempt to the bounty. And then we're still left on the ship eating beef and peppers that does not contain any beef. <laughs> Oh, Which is a no. great gag through the whole episode. Like it's a great gag, and they never win. They never come up on no. They never win. You know they I mean? don't. It's I mean, it's like the harsh reality of like uh, space economy. That like <laughs> even if you're in space in a ship, you are still poor. You're still hurling through space at like you know whatever light speed. Right, right? now, you Elon know, Musk is spending top dollar to do that. And so people can be poor as fuck in 2077. In <laughs> so people can be eating beef and peppers in space with no beef. Oh god! Did you ever notice? <laughs> do you ever notice in that last sequence that when Spike's training, um, Jet Black flicks him the cigarette, and it like, and like it no gravity's over to him, and for some reason I was like. How come there's no gravity on that cigarette? But oh, they're just but like yeah. their gravity's holding them down right now. 
Yeah, there, you know, I didn't. Continuity error. <laughs> I didn't break it. I didn't break it down on that level, but, you know, if you go and Dude, I broke it down it, so hard. It's probably, it's probably out there. There's probably a lot of miss, but don't. I don't don't ruin it. For me. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you could, you could, you could go watch it. Series is canned, but you're like, damn it, never watching this again. Damn it. Zero out of zero, like I'm done. Like zero out of ten, I'm over. No, but yeah, there is. It's probably like that throughout the entire fucking series. Uh, so. uh you and Justin Chatwin are just gonna go watch Dragon Ball Evolution and fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness, uh, dude! We're about wrapping on the hour, dude. Yeah, hey man, like uh, so. That's our review of you know Cowboy Bebop celebrating the twenty year anniversary of that. Celebrate. You know? oh. And so, thank you guys so much for uh, listening on episode two of the Anime Boys podcast. Um, you know, anyone listening episode one, you know, just thank you guys so much. You know, this it's is awesome. awesome. You know, me and AJ are coming out here. You know, we're in two parts of the country, but you really want to just you know just talk about anime just on a super easy level you know things that you watched you know things that we've seen you know um you know just remember you guys can follow us at uh, at anime boys pod on instagram you can follow me at uh, on instagram at money mitchell um you know drop me a comment drop us a comment on you know on uh on the instagram you know anything we'll watch that you guys check it out but thank you guys for so much for watching um um like you said, uh, go ahead and follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the AJ Garces. Uh, follow us on the, the the Instagram. Seriously, if we can start getting like some comments, people things that people want to hear, uh, things that y'all want to hear, like listen to us talk about things that we should watch, definitely drop it on the page. Would love to hear it. Oh yeah, you know, again, guys, thank you so much for you know checking this out. Um, also, you know, quick little note. Check us out, you know, on iTunes podcast uh, service. You know, drop us a rating too. It's going to help us out so much. You know, I just want to keep doing this. This is fun. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Anime Boy Podcast episode two. Have a good one. Boom! Doom! 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 Doom!